0: this is about men radio it's not about all men just us men it's about men radio it's about men radio It's, hey, it's About Men Radio. And you know what else? What's that? It's a new year. It is a new year. Happy New Year, About Men Radio listeners, all six of you.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: How many people do you think listen to this show?
1: Uh, About, I've heard from several people who actually say, you know, you guys mock the number of listeners you have, but I'm a loyal listener. There you go. I'm I'm like, I'm like totally blown away. Nice, it's funny.
0: People actually listen to our ramblings. That's kind
1: of scary. It is kind of scary. It is. But do you know what else is also represents 2017? What? It means it is 40 years, four zero, that you and I have been
0: friends. 40 years? 40 years. We've known each other since we were two years old? <laughs> that's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. amazing. Yeah. We're just barely out of diapers. Well, I'm headed there now. <laughs> 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 I'm heading back in <laughs> to diapers, actually. 40 years. Are you serious? Saw, 1977. Wow. That's yeah. a long time. That's Do you know there are convicts who actually do less time? Yeah, you know, I know. You know for like Believe felonies. me, I know. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. I'm feeling it right now <laughs> as we speak. Uh, you know, 40 it, years. 40 years. I have been together with you yes. longer than both my marriages combined. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. pretty sad. That's kind of scary. <laughs> that's really scary. I've been down the road three times. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. For, 40 years. And you know, it occurred to me that I don't think our listeners know sort of the backstory of mm. Rosado and Melly. Rosado and Melly. Actually, the linchpin is Silvio. It's Coach Silvio. It, it is Coach
1: Silvio. Um, it is. Uh, it's 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 roots in the Bronx. Yeah. Um, it we is, should tell the story. Yeah. Um, so it's 1977, right. and uh, we
0: are at a Catholic school in the Bronx. Hold on a second. Are we doing the boogie down? I hated that show on Netflix. <laughs> this isn't the boogie down. Okay. No, no, no. We're not going to start singing, are we? <laughs> no. I, I haven't warmed up enough for that. I have to get a fro, a big giant fro. That's perfect. I, I need to do. I, I need to exercise my jazz yes. hands to so get warmed up. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> jazz hands. I hated that show, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yes. I've heard you comment on that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so it's so, so, 1977. And the Bronx this is new, burning. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry, gonna, we're not doing that. And this is a new kid who joins the school. Really? Who's yeah. this new kid?
1: it was <laughs> this, this funny looking kid who wore like, the Stay Puff marshmallow oh, man yeah, jacket. Oh, yeah, my blue jacket. blue jacket. Oh,
0: man. Wow. This was it was the seventies. Everybody's wearing those By things. By the way, that would be the height of fashion now. It really you know, it is true. You look on the streets in New York, that's right, and people would be everyone's ambitious. wearing those. Yeah. I saw somebody with an orange bubble jacket the other day. Nice. I was way ahead of the curve. Forty years ahead 40 of the curve. Forty years ahead of the that's curve. That's
1: right. Yeah, yeah. You were so far ahead of the curve. Babyface no Nelson
0: in a big giant frickin' blue parka, bro. I was slaying the women. <laughs> slaying. <laughs> slaying the women. Sashay down that Sachet. runway Woo. Woof. Yes. This and, was 40 um, years ago. So now actually you have to pick up the story from here because was it Silvio, Coach Silvio who introduced us? I can't remember. It was in, it was a Catholic school. Uh, I was a new kid in the school, first year, and I was just walking around the, it wasn't a playground area, but it was sort of like a parking area. Yes, you that, know. that
1: doubled as a recess area. Exactly. Right, doubled yep. as a
0: recess area. And there was another kid uh, who looked like he was like lost. Mm-hmm. So we sort of connected. We found out we were both Hispanic, and it was Coach Silvio. So Silvio had already met you guys, I think. Right.
1: Yes. I believe that's right. Uh,
0: through Rich, Scientist Rich. Yes. Superdad. Yes. And through Silvio, I met John, and then John introduced me to you. Right. Now, and, and just for context, John and I go back
1: to 1974. Right. Right because much like you, he became a new kid at the school. He he moved from a different part of the Bronx into uh, the, the area of the Bronx, the neighborhood called Parkchester. Mm-hmm. And um, and John and I hit it off right away because we would play, you know, army and guns and cops and robbers. Right. And I know you might find this hard to believe, but John's signature move mm-hmm. to hide yeah. was to crawl beneath parked cars. The kid was Frighteningly skinny. I'm holding up my my cell phone. Okay, yeah. I'm putting it, holding it sideways. He, he he was thinner than this. Yes.
0: Okay. He was amazingly. I've never seen it's anyone. String
1: bean doesn't even do it justice. Yeah,
0: and he ate like an animal. Oh my god! Please, John and I we would roam the neighborhood and like every day,
1: like at like you know after school, like at four thirty, like clockwork. He would go, he would duck into the candy store right. and I'm not, God strike me dead if I'm exaggerating. He would buy like four or five candy bars. Cause of course they were like a quarter a pop right? and just proceed to unwrap them and eat them. And like, you know, like, like, Oh, Henry
0: bars and you know, Hershey bars and just like, and just be a total govone and never gained an ounce. No. I saw him eat an entire pizza pie once back then. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. <laughs> An entire pizza. Several times, actually, I've seen him eat entire pizza But you pizza see, that pots. violates a cardinal rule, which what is, is you shouldn't eat anything bigger than your head. That's true. You know. That's very true. Yeah. I got a big head, so that's a well, very so important rule. There's a lot
1: of Very important rule. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so it was Silvio. Through Silvio, I met John. Through John, I met you. Right. And then through you, I met Rich.
1: Yes, I think it was through me and through Silvio. But the, the, the thing that really, I think, cemented our... Uh, our relationship was this, this harebrained scheme I had. Yeah. Which was, I was into sort of doing photography. Uh, this is not going where you think it's going, by the way. This is not- <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was kind of getting scared there.
0: Did you guys like, like slip me a mickey and I forgot what was going on here? Hi, Pedro. Are Hi. you familiar with skin flicks? <laughs> Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Do you like gladiator you movies? Like gladiator movies?
1: <laughs> no. I was, I, you know, I had my little, it's Kodak. Right, and, you know, right, This was way before digital photography. So I, 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 and I think I was, it was maybe also even part of a Boy Scout assignment. I can't mm. remember, but we had to create a, uh, a photo essay Right, right. So it was like you know, series of photos that tell a story, and uh, so I developed. It was like there was two two themes here, all centering around cops. The first one, uh, as I recall, was you, me, John, and it was a neighborhood kid, Jimmy Lennox. Jimmy Lennox, yeah. And the setup was, uh, I think it was Jimmy and myself were were portraying drug dealers, mm-hmm. and so there's this like this this half-ass cockamamie thing, a photo of uh, of he and I exchanging like an empty paper bag or mm-hmm. something and then we're walking away and you and John were like undercover cops and it was like Starsky and Hutch you know I had you pose with you know these plastic guns uh, you know you were sprawled on top of the, the hood of a car yeah, you yeah. know assuming the position yeah. and then there's a chase and then like you know uh, I think Jimmy trips, trips over a chain and you were him no John John oh, John, John, John arrested son, son, him yeah. you know, but really the, the piece de resistance was John was playing a suicidal drug addict <laughs> Okay. That was a classic. Okay, and so so here's the setup. Pedro is the uh, sort of the hostage negotiator, the, the 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 earnest, well-meaning cop. I think I even had you dressed in a trench coat, if mm-hmm. I'm mistaken. Yeah, and you even had pants on. I for, had. For a yeah, change, which absolutely. Was very impressive. You, <laughs> you got to switch it up a little you bit. Got dressed up yeah, exactly. Here. And I can't. I mean, like, I look back on this now, and I'm like, I cannot believe my parents obviously must not have been home. So to they depict, were not. They were not. Yes. <laughs> okay, just just for Do not have this disclaimer. My parents had yeah. no involvement in yes, this.
0: None whatsoever.
1: So I lived on the third floor of this apartment building, and to depict that John was suicidal, mm-hmm. I I can't even I, I I can barely say this without like breaking out into a cold sweat because I'm afraid of heights. I took the screen off the window. Yes, you did. And I had John. He no, he wasn't outside the window. Let me just let me no, be clear. he was not. He was on the inside. There's ledge. photo
0: evidence of this.
1: Yes, and he sort of like not leaning but he's sort of hoisting himself toward the window let's right. just say right? right and so there's a photo of John and you know and I think I might I think the director in me said like you know John you gotta look strung out you gotta, you gotta, you you gotta, gotta, gotta look, look strung, strung out,
0: out. <laughs> I don't know just, just act gonna. like you haven't had a candy bar in two hours <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> he's going through oh Henry GD <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs>
1: And so then, and then the, the camera would switch to you. And I remember there's a photo of you with the, you know, and you're you're standing there, sort of your arms outstretched. You know, it's almost almost Christ-like. Very, right? of very, course, very, you know, of course. You know, do you get that often on the streets? All I mean, the time, you? all
0: <laughs> the time. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you turn around, people and go, just yeah. start screaming at me. Yeah, just, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then of course the um, uh, your efforts
1: naturally fail. Of course, right. So the next photo I have is I'm 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 leaning out the window, and John is you know his body is sprawled. <laughs> On the sidewalk. So now, but now the thing is you have to take the story from here to describe your conversation with your mother about this whole thing.
0: Well, we may have actually talked about this on another show, but the funniest part of this, just to back up a little bit, the thing that got me was when I first met you guys, when I first met you, it wasn't like, yo, let's go play stickball let's go play baseball, let's go, you know, flip baseball card or do something like kids and then, you know, let's get a Spalding and throw it against, (laughs) nothing like that. It's like, let's go do a photo essay. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, let's play some sandlot basketball, a little bet, you know, nothing. It was like a photo essay. So I'm like, and I just moved from the South Bronx into this neighborhood and I'm like, yeah, I'm not in Kansas anymore. Seriously, not in Kansas anymore. So then we do this like the first one where the cops and you know you guys are doing a drug deal, right. and the first thing I realize is like your drug deal is sort of like you know, hey Jim, how are you? Here are the illegal narcotics that you'd like. Here you're, you're, you're passing it over in a in a big paper bag, you know, like one of those lunch bags, a little tape on it, so you know. I'm like, what in the hell? And then it's like, I'm kind of like, I got to school these guys in a drug deal. And then you realize, my God, I actually am schooling right, these you guys. You know how this works. The, right, exactly. I am like, yeah, no, you know, you wouldn't be that like happy about it. You know, it wouldn't be like, hey, how you doing hey, in on the middle calling. of the street. Right. So when we do the thing, it, there was also a part, I don't know if it was in that one or another one we did. Where John exploded ketchup packets. Oh, that
1: was a different one. Yes, yes. Oh, but we couldn't get our jackets <laughs> so, dirty. That's right. So I took I took cellophane tape. Yes. And yeah. I put it on the windbreakers and then I
0: squirted ketchup on it to represent right. the, the gunshot exactly. wounds. Yes, exactly. that's right. Yes. Yeah, photo essays. This <laughs> is <laughs> what we <laughs> did. We didn't play baseball. That came later. Uh, you know, I, I was an artiste. You were an artiste. You, hey, you had the muse. I was that's, your muse. That's right. I was your muse, yeah. not John. No, no, no. John John was not your muse. No, no,
1: he was drug addict. Don't
0: make me get jealous. no. He was, he was strung out on candy bars. I'm friend crushing now. This is what I'm doing. So I go home to my mom and she asked me, Hey, did you make any friends at school? Blah, blah, blah. It was like, yeah, you know, we, we hung out after school and, you know, we did these photo things. It's like, I guess that's how white people play. <laughs> that's my favorite like, line. I guess that's how white kids play. And she shrugs her shoulders like, okay. You know? I mean, your mom, God bless her. She
1: you know she was always a good sport. She always treated me well. Yeah, know. she always fed you guys. Oh, my God. Uh, not as
0: much as Richie's mom, though. Oh. Geez, Dude, you could not go to Richie's house without eating. No,
1: man. you had to bring an appetite oh, because yeah, if man. you left hungry, it
0: was your own damn fault. What a beautiful woman. God, she was so lovely. I love Richie's mom. Oh yeah. To this she was, day, yeah, she's she, like my second mom.
1: Yeah, she was the best. Oh, she, absolutely. She was the best.
0: Hey, Richie, if you're hearing this, yeah, thumbs yeah, up poor, for poor your mom. One out for your mom. That's right. Yeah. We love that woman. But then after that, it was sort of like a regular. It was a regular know,
1: thing. We'd go and play uh, softball. You know, uh, we would climb. Arcade fence, games. Arcade games. Right. You know? And here's the thing. I, you know, I wanted to dispel a, a, a myth, which is okay. Everybody thinks that you're the straight arrow kind of guy, you know, and
0: you're really the wild man of the bunch. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone thinks I'm the straight arrow. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) No, but I will give you this. I am the baby face guy who unexpectedly, the people don't expect, because I have that, you know, I'll sell you a used car face. Right. I'm very well aware of that. Yes. Yes. But no, you are the insane one. You have always been the insane one. We will not tell stories here. Even when we were kids, only an insane person would decide to do a photo essay with a kid (laughs) he just met and think it is the straightest Straightest, normalest thing. It's like, hey, it's all right. Yeah. So I'm the crazy one? You're the crazy one. By far, man. And every single one of us, the posse who who are listening, they're all shaking their heads right now. (laughs) Silvio's going like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rich is like... yeah. <laughs> John's like, "Yep. You are insane,
1: man." Well, but you know, I think this is part of the 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 ties that bind us though. Because you know, I look back on 40 years and I think what what has has been the 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 essence of our relationship. And I yeah. think part of it is a shared um, you know, warped sense of humor. I think part of it is the, you know, the crazy experiences you know, I mean, listen, I, you know, I'm very selective about my friends. I mean, so like I can count, count on one hand, the number of guys, you know, who are people who I'm, I'm close to. Yep. And, uh, to have somebody who has been through as much as we have in that period of time and dating back as far as that, that's mm-hmm. pretty irreplaceable. I mean, I would
0: agree. I would agree. We've done several shows on friendships and stuff like that. You should link. Uh, on the uh, yes. at the blog, link to that story you yes. wrote about the photo essay yes, thing because yes. there are actual that's photos right, that's from right. there that. There are photos from that. You should yeah. dig up that link. Yeah, that's a absolutely. funny, funny... The way I see it is our dynamic between all of us, between the entire posse is we're each kind of like archetypes of certain male characteristics. This mm-hmm. is the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Like, Silvio's the athlete, the the macho athlete guy. Rich is the scientific, analytical but like likes to cut loose type mm-hmm. guy, John as always is our moral compass. He's the guy. Right, yeah, should we be, be doing it? You are the wild card. You are the like impulsive, and people don't realize that about you. You are very impulsive. Everyone thinks I'm the impulsive one. I tend to be the like the schmoozer, the lover, the like, hey, hi, how are you? You know, that's our thing. So each of us fills that archetype. And all of us together, it's a nice mix because we each have our own, our own obsessions. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's, especially when we get together, man, the conversation just go all over the place. It's absolutely freewheeling. It's all over the place. And you know what? And we're also all decent dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. At heart. At At heart. heart. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Deep down, more, more deep for some of us, you know, (laughs) you got to dig a little (laughs) deeper for some of us. And We've talked about this on previous shows. I don't want to like harsh the mellow, but having male friendships, especially when you're in your middle years is extremely important for your mental health. Oh God. Even today, before we came on, before we started recording, we're talking about, you know, deep stuff, stuff that's going on in our our lives. lives. Yep. And that's an important factor. And I think the takeaway for me is, yeah, you know, I'm not a real nostalgic kind of guy. Right. But for me, having the friendships and knowing that I can talk to you, I can talk to Silvio, I can talk to John, I can talk to Rich about deeply personal stuff and not be ridiculed and not be, you know, because that's the macho vibe. That's the man thing. You know, you don't share emotions. As long as I live, that's the part of our friendship that I will always cherish between all of us, that we've always been open about our emotions. We've never been afraid to share them. And for young bucks that might be on the off chance they might be listening to this, trust me, it's an important thing.
1: That is that is absolutely true. That is that is such a bonding experience, and I I I think I might have I have uh, you know might be repeating myself, but you know uh, listeners might know or recall there was a span of about like as much as like you know twelve or fourteen years yeah, where we sort of fell out of touch because you know life happened and life you know, happened families yeah. and whatever, and it was my late fiance who. You know, sort of brought uh, uh, Pedro and John immediately back into into my life. But the the thing that I remember you know vividly is sort of like a, a almost an old time movie reel in my head was at Carla's funeral at the funeral home, mm-hmm. watching you and John and Gary come in from the back, and it was you know it was I swear to God it was like the cavalry, <laughs> it really was. I mean I, I mean if I could have queued up the theme music in my head. But I remember,
0: you With know. slow motion? Slow motion. Oh, that's, right. That that's right. Our jackets, our dress were like Mod Squad back. style. Yes, you mod know, Mod
1: Squad, uh, yeah. It's Peggy
0: Lipton. What was Lipton? Peggy Lipton? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, let's see. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Peggy yeah. Lipton. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Actually, Very what nice.
1: was no, Clarence Thomas, right?
0: Clarence No, Thomas. no, no. no. Uh, Clarence, Clarence, the Williams III.
1: Clarence Williams third. Clarence Williams third. yeah. That's a name. Yeah, that's seriously.
0: And then the white guy with curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> but Williams had that serious fro, Oh, right? yeah, man. Yeah. Seriously. Now, that was a boogie that was, down yeah, that, fro. Yeah, totally. That was a boogie totally. down fro. But you know what else happened in 1977? What's that? It was a little movie that came out in
1: 1977.
0: Oh, yes. Small film. Yes. Independent film. It Wasn't independent it an independent film? film. <laughs> it's like a small, like tiny you know, little kind film. Kind of unheard of. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what was it called? Um... um God, I can't remember. Yeah, uh,
1: something, uh something in outer space. Yeah,
0: Cy uh, Wars. Yeah, Cyborg, Star Wars. Star Wars. Wars. It was not a new hope at that point. No. But we will not. We will not. Nerd we will out. not. We'll not we'll this is not, not about we'll not. nerding out. This is about the news that everyone should have heard already. Yes. That the one and only the lovely Carrie Fisher. Yes. Has passed on. Yes. And for... Folks of our age, guys of our age mm-hmm. particularly, she was an icon. Absolutely. If, if there was royalty for us, it's always Princess Leia. Yes. Let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about not only what Star Wars means, because I think everyone knows right, what Star Wars means to us, but let's talk about Carrie Fisher.
1: You know... 2016, I think everybody can agree, was just a shitty year. You know, just I've
0: decided to skip. I'm gonna do like skip. Windows, you know, I, you know. I'm a tech geek, yeah. And, you know, I'm Pop Tech Jam, I'm always joking about like Windows 9, which yeah. never existed, right? 2016 didn't exist. We go right from 2015 to 2017. We're,
1: we're, we're, we're gonna sort of we're gonna treat just 2016 it. like the Star Wars prequels, that's right. We're gonna pretend like they didn't exist,
0: exactly. So they are not right canon. Over. 2016 was not, not canon. canon, there we go, yeah, 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 more yeah.
1: like canon fodder, yes, and um. There were obviously significant losses, celebrities, high profile names, sure. but none hit me in the fields the, quite the way the death of Carrie Fisher did. Yeah. We were almost exactly eight years apart. I mean, yeah. her birthday yeah. was one day before mine, eight, eight years in a day. And when the movie first came out, I was more blown away by the special effects and the, mm-hmm. the droids and everything. And then when Empire came out, I started to key in, you know, I was about, uh, it was like about, about 15, I think. I started to key in more about the romance and everything. And then, of course, when she wore the golden bikini, the golden I was 18 bikini, right. and, exactly. you know,
0: like, I just... Raging you know, hormones.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. Or she, she, yeah, I mean, she she's repeated the story several times, but most recently on a uh, uh, an interview in November, about a month before she died on Fresh Air, where... Terry Gross asked her about being sort of this sexy icon and, you know, and she never saw it coming. And she said how she went to one of these Comic-Con conventions or autographing sessions and how some, some guy went up to her and said, uh, Oh, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. And, you know, and I thought about you every day from, you know, the time I was 12 until I was like 22. And she's like, Oh, well, that's great. She said, right. She's like every day. And the guy was like, yeah, four times a day. And oh, like, oh, oh yeah. Hello. Yeah, so she wasn't quite ready for that, but <laughs> she was beyond, being Princess Leia, she was such a an advocate for for people with mental health issues, yeah. for, you know, drug and alcohol addictions. She, and let's be honest, I mean I don't want to sugarcoat this, she really, she really abused herself. She did. I mean she yeah. really did, sadly. But on the other side of that, she became quite a spokesman or spokeswoman for uh, for advocacy, yeah. you know, and and very plain spoken, very, very honest about her, you know, being bipolar and her addictions and things like that. And, and in a way that was, I mean, almost borderline entertaining, if you will. I mean, one of the, one of the the fabulous stories I hadn't heard of before she died, until she died was Russell Crowe tweeting how in 2000, she grabbed his ass and she told him, you would have loved me when I was on Xanax, (laughs) you know, I mean, like what's not to love about a woman like that, you know, I mean, it's just. And so it's just, it's just that loss at such a young age and for what she represented and that, that, that sense of honesty and, and really tra- transforming people's lives. I mean, I don't, I don't want to oversell this, but, and we've talked about the show before about being on medication for depression yeah. and she was not the, the, the sole reason why I sought help, but certainly she was a role model. Of course. She was an inspiration for me to go and get, go for counseling, go to see the doctor, go to get, you know, on medication. And, uh, I mean, and she had a much tougher road to hoe than I did, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the treatment
0: stuff. So yeah. Um, what, what did she mean to you? She was the definition of a strong female character because when, uh, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that what was happening, but if you realize she was the badass in all those movies. hmm hmm Even up to A Force Awakens. Yes. She is the badass. Yes. Yes. Not Harrison Ford, not Mark Hamill, not those characters. Right. But she is. She's iconic in that sense. But as she got older, I realized this is a talented woman. Beyond the Star Wars stuff. Absolutely. She was a script doctor, which I had no, no idea. No,
1: absolutely. Yeah. In,
0: in Hollywood. She wrote fabulously entertaining books. Right. Um, I would say that the Star Wars stuff was just a minor thing on her trajectory. Absolutely. Um, she was always, obviously, for me, I mean, granted, she's a beautiful woman even to the day she passed. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Agreed. Um,
0: Yeah, you know, maybe not four times a day, but, you know, (laughs) I did find her incredibly attractive and appealing. But there was a tweet that Steve Martin posted that he got a lot of heat about when she passed, about how when he met Carrie Fisher, she was a beautiful young girl, and then he realized she was smart and uh, talented as Mm -hmm. well. And he got a lot of heat for that because it was... I'm not going to, I mean, he may have actually put it there to, you know, jab at her or something. It may have been a misogynistic post. I don't know. I didn't necessarily see it that way. For most of us, that was the trajectory we took with Carrie Fisher. Agreed. She was hot, running around, not that much older than us Mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. You know, in a little see-through, little white dress, bouncing around on a battleship. And, you know... And that hair. And that, ha- that hair. <laughs> the Cinnabons, they also <laughs> yeah, got in yeah. trouble too. But but when, when we got older, we appreciated that this was an immensely talented woman with demons, which humanized her. Bingo. She wasn't this s- just prepackaged Hollywood celebrity. This is a woman who was dealing with demons and shared those demons with us, which turns out, which in turn makes her so much more connected to me as a human being. Tom Cruise, big giant actor. I have no idea what he's about. Right. If I see a movie with him, big deal. I will not go out of my way to see a Tom Cruise movie Mm -hmm. or read a Tom Cruise, whatever. Right. Because there's no human connection between it. He's a, you know, he's an actor. She, she came across as being accessible. Exactly. You know, very exactly.
1: Down to earth, and and the stories that came out about her were remarkable. There was a guy in um I can't remember what's what I think it might have been Pennsylvania. He owned some you know a comic book and sci fi store, and she came in like just before closing with two of her aides, and bought out the store of all the Star Wars and Princess Leia stuff, and not 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 necessarily in some um, you know ego stroking way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she was giving it away or whatever, but but the the guy told the story on Facebook and said she absolutely could not have been nicer, both her and her assistants, just no airs and graces, Mm -hmm. very down to earth, you know, salt of the earth kind of a thing. And that's very much the way she came across, you know, and I, I, I'm, you know, really, uh, it, it, it just, it really does break my heart to think that she's gone. And, um, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's a shame. It really is a shame. If we
0: want to keep talking about the acting stuff, I think the best work she's ever done was in When Harry, Harry Met Sally. Yes. Yes. That was her. I mean, you, you know, that was a great performance because I always got the sense that that's what Carrie Fisher was. Obviously I've never met her, but, um, it is a huge loss for me. I, you know, the year that will not be mentioned was difficult because David Bowie and Prince and all sorts of people passed and they were all, they all affected me emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, but Carrie Fisher hurt. Yes. You know, and I don't know her. I never met her but she meant the world to me in a lot of ways. And obviously for many of us, and I've talked about this on other shows and with other folks that, that it's, it's more than anything else. It was a, a significance of we're not kids anymore. Part of my yeah. childhood just passed away. Yes, You know, I'm now I'm, I'm facing my own mortality in a weird way. Carrie Fisher's dead. She wasn't much older right. than I mean, me. I mean,
1: if she could die, then like, what's, exactly. you
0: know. I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. That's the vibe that I got. And you know, it made me very, very introspective. And Like, like, yeah, you know, this is, this is real life, man. Time marches on. That's interesting. I hadn't thought
1: about that way, but that, that is absolutely one way that I could see where it, it, you could sort of personalize it beyond yeah. just the, you know, the connection to the movie and being a fan and all that sort of stuff.
0: Each one of them, Bowie, Prince, and Carrie Fisher, each one of them were icons for me personally mm-hmm. in music, in performance, in life. In you know, it was just for me. It was Jaja Gabor. George Gabor. Yeah, yeah. Jaja yeah. Gabor was you know back in the day. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I don't know what she was doing recently. Yeah, but, we're being sexist and misogynist. Yeah. Okay, but couldn't okay. No, no women listen to the thank show. Thank God. Anyway, so, thank <laughs> God. God. Hey, listen. I'm going to switch gears. I did this on Pop Tech Jam too. It's like Rogue One. Okay, uh, let's talk about it. Okay.
1: I need to get some things off my chest.
0: Yeah. We'll just talk about this for a few minutes because.
1: Okay. All right. But here's the thing.
0: And we're going to spoil stuff. Yeah. So, so sorry. Yeah.
1: It's right. The
0: movie's been out for about a month. If you haven't seen it, you're not going to shame on you. You're (laughs) waiting for it on Netflix. And at that point, spoilers don't matter. (laughs) But here's the thing.
1: I heard some commentary uh, that said it was the best Star Wars, uh, franchise movie ever. No. And I'm like, there is like, first of all, that is just faulty logic. There's like just no Fargan way. But uh, beyond that, and I know like about 50% of the script was rewritten, yeah. you know, and or reshot and everything. And it really showed, like, mm-hmm. I mean, can somebody please tell me what Forrest Whitaker's character was doing? <laughs> I have no, I have no blessed idea
0: what he was Besides doing. completely overacting completely and chewing up the c- I scenery. like the guy. I like the actor, but like, I have no idea what- And I was actually jazzed because that's a character from the Clone Wars. And I was like, okay, they're, they're, they're tying up the universe, but he- what was the point? I have no idea what he was
1: doing. There was, and, and there was just like so many little things, you know, like, in, then then there was the the, the, the hologram message from uh, from the uh, the female uh, character of, of Felicity Jones's uh, uh, father. Jin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, know that. and this thing, like, the world, the, the planet they are on is crumbling around them and he's like droning on and mm, on and on. Mm. It's like, like somebody leaving a voicemail and doesn't know when to shut up. Yeah. I'm like, I know you have to do this to advance the plot, but right. could you somehow like speed this up? Yeah, exactly. You know, And then, I'm sorry, okay, but the first appearance of Vader, like, the shadow thing was very cool, you know? Yeah. But, now, nobody else has commented on this, but I swear to God, and I've watched it twice, Hmm. when he walks down that ramp, he is sashaying. His hips are moving way too much. And he's also smaller. Yeah. He looks like he went on a diet. Yeah, he is smaller. And, And the crazy thing is the actor who portrays him in this movie is actually... An inch taller than David Prowess was. Yeah,
0: but David Prowess was
1: a bodybuilder. Right, exactly, is, is this, this, guy, if this guy, like, guy's not... like, What the hell did he go like? You know, is he on like an Anakin vi- diet or right. you know what? So there were like there were elements of it. That the just... Anakin diet. Did you just say the Anakin I diet? I did say the Anakin. Yeah, diet. Yeah, nice. nice. That was good. Yeah, like, oh, wow. Oh, a little Freudian slip nice. Thank you. Yes. Copyright.
0: Copyright. Trademark. Trademark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that works, right? There, yeah, 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 yeah. That counts. You yeah. Know. Are you paying attention, George? There you go. You know, take a note, Disney. Um, <laughs> but you. So there were elements <laughs> of it that just didn't that didn't add up. For me, that's sort of... Now, I know you have a beef that I don't. Which is? Which is about the return of certain characters. Of Oh, Grand, yeah. It took me right out of the movie.
0: Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. And, and a young Carrie Fisher. And a young, a, young Carrie young, Fisher. Young yeah. Princess Leia. Totally, totally. I spent the, the time focusing on, wow, you could tell that that's not real. The face, you know, the facial movements mm-hmm. are unnatural. The eyes don't look right. It took me totally off the movie. And the effect was more... In the 3D version than the yes, 2D, yes, agreed, agreed. Um, but it was like it was like wow, no, you know this was this was just really took me out of the movie.
1: I, I would place Rogue One sort of probably middle of the pack, maybe upper middle of the pack of all of them. But no way does it beat Force Awakens. No, it's no, not, not even, even close.
0: It's it's a way. It's a huge improvement. It was a it wasn't a Star Wars movie. No. no.
1: I mean, it was, it was, it, look, I, I give it prompts for like depicting war in a very realistic way. It was a war movie. Yeah. You know, and I did, I, I give them prompts for like basically saying, uh, you know what? Everybody dies. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like they, that know, was, was the something. thing
0: that shocked me the most about yes, the whole Me thing.
1: too. Me too. That was like no salvation. And I will give it prompts for like that last 10 minutes, which was just like buck ass wild. Yes. That was
0: like, that was the, crazy. That that was an, should we mention it? Talk about it? Or? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't heard now, Vader comes. Vader shows up. Right. And the 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 thing about the movie is that it it works all the way up to the beginning of A New Hope.
1: Exactly. It
0: kind of dovetails right into it, including which that that part really impressed me. The way the focus was on the hairstyles and everything, and the cinematography ended up matching the look of the uh, the upgraded, the remastered versions. Right. Um. So that was a really nice touch. But when Vader shows up, you finally get to see the evil Anakin, uh, the evil Darth Vader. He, he, he opens up a can of real badassery. It was so unexpected. I did not, I had not heard that this was, I was, I honestly thought that he was just going to show up in those couple of scenes and that was it. And then I started realizing, wait a minute, what, what, what what's going on here? Off the hook. Off the chain. Finally, you get, and I've again I talked about this on Pop Tech Jam. Mm-hmm. It was the definition of what or why people are afraid of him.
1: Yes. He
0: is evil. You don't get that sense from the prequels when he all you see him is scare the little kid with the 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 lightsaber before he they don't show you killing these kids. Right, right. Or right. killing him, him killing these kids. But you don't get that visceral idea. It's an effective scene, one of the few effective scenes in the prequels when he scares that little boy with the lightsaber um at the at the, the Jedi, Jedi Temple. Temple, right? But this was just it was terrifying. It was it was amazing. I mean literally, I was like, yeah, Whoa. no my eyes were bugging out of my head too. That's a scene that I am guaranteeing you when I get the DVD, the Blu-ray, yeah, I'm going to play that on a loop. Yes,
1: I hear you. 100%. Just
0: best Part, probably my, f- I will give it, that's probably my favorite Star Wars scene in a movie. It probably
1: ranks, oh, in, certainly in Rogue One, and I would say of all the Star Wars scenes, it certainly ranks up there.
0: It's definitely ranks it, up, because you finally get an idea of how dangerous and evil and powerful and frightening and just Darth with, Vader without is.
1: Any, without any hesitation, you know, cold, calculated... Yes. The Kill entrance her. was badass yeah no it was
0: it was just that's by by far I could the rest of the movie I could do without
1: yeah I mean and, and also you know Felicity Jones with all due respect to her, she is no uh Ray. Carrie Fisher <laughs> well, she's no Carrie Fisher but she's also no uh, no Ray no no Ray absolutely you no know, I mean but I, in,
0: in all fairness, I think they really tamp down her character with the rewrites. With yeah. the reshoots. Yeah. I get the feeling, having read a little bit of what they were aiming for originally, she was... Because even in the trailers, she was more mouthy and more... Yes. More, more of a, like, a, a loose cannon. Yes, yes, very yes. Very Han Solo-like.
1: Yeah. I, I,
0: you know, it was better than the prequels. Uh, well, almost anything was, yeah. you know. Definitely better than the prequels. And I liked... But I liked it. Overall, I mean, I, it was an enjoyable I mean, yeah, movie.
1: I mean, I liked it. It just... I just didn't... I... I, I, the people who were like over the top about it, that disturbed me. Yeah, please. That I yeah, just that's like, 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 no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not feeling that.
0: I, did, yeah, I didn't see the same movie they did.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Or maybe exactly. they were just so happy to have another Star Wars movie.
1: <laughs> it could be. Well, it'd be one for like, what, the next eight years? Yeah, years but and you know
0: what's going to happen? Exactly what's happening with the Marvel movies. After a while, it's just going to be, yeah, ugh, gonna another the, Marvel movie? Dilute the brand. I don't know. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. We'll see. They have to be very, very careful going forward. They right. have to be very, very careful about how they handle this because- you're cranking out a Star Wars movie every year. That There's going to, you're going to reach a critical mass and you're going to have a big ass flop.
1: Yeah. And don't take the fan base for granted. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Which is exactly what happened with the, the yeah. Marvel, sp-
1: I'm, I'm totally with you there. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I was so marveled out. Yeah. I'm like, no.
0: And ironically though, Marvel does the, the uh, comic book adaptations of the Star Wars universe and those have always been very, very clear about what an evil character darth vader is so it was nice for me to see that finally the movies are catching up to the comic comic
1: books which
0: was uh which was a a nice touch yeah yeah anyway that's rogue one yeah so speaking of touch
1: this is the way you can get get in touch with us
0: oh nice that was a nice segue nice it was almost professional yeah (laughs) i like that you can find us on facebook you can uh twitter um, Twitter feel
1: free to, uh, to to write us on our Facebook page yes please uh, tell your friends uh, you know we're on all the different uh, podcast platforms
0: every platform that you can imagine blah 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 Upcast down, Upcast, <laughs> upcast up yours. all of them we're <laughs> that's out that's the Bronx there. version that's <laughs> the Bronx version trademark <laughs> I called it Anakin Diet Anakin <laughs> trademark reach out to us trademark. we have an email address too uh, let me give we. it to you yeah go ahead amr at about com.
1: This is the first time in about 50 episodes. Yes. <laughs> I got it. He shoots, he scores. Ah, yeah, baby. It's not that we're going to read it anyway. Of course though. not. No. I mean, no, it's just, I just- Do I, you check I, it? I, I just have it go right through a trash bin. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I do check it. Yeah.
0: He's joking. Yeah, I'm just joking. I do that. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You're going to thank them now? I am.
1: I am. Because, you know, they've been a
0: great audience. This
1: is the first episode of the new year. That's we're right. We're very excited. Technically
0: our second season, right?
1: Is that... No, our third.
0: This is our third is season? Our third season, yeah. How we're... long have we been doing this shit? Yeah, it will be, in April, it'll be three years. Get out of time. Seriously. Yeah. And we've only done 50 shows? 50 shows. You're a lazy years. bastard, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what else do you have going on? I got my bonbons to eat. You Come on. And my, my, uh, what are bonbons? Are I, they candy? I think they was like like chocolate, chocolate, chocolate
1: things. And my, my, uh, my pink chin. Uh, Peg Bundy used to eat bonbons.
0: Really? Yeah. You remember that show? Uh, Married with Children?
1: Children? When you said Bundy, I was thinking the serial killer. <laughs> You're thinking like, Ted was, Bundy? Ted Bundy. I'm like, yeah. All right. That's uh, good. Okay. And yeah, we
0: should talk about like. Serial killers? TV but, housewives. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Because Florence <laughs> Henderson died. I was In the thinking year, I'm seeing actually more Barbara Eden. Barbara Eden. She wasn't really a housewife, though. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. You're, you're channeling <laughs> your 12 year old four times a day. Four times a day, Wapner. <laughs> Wapner at three. Four times a day. All right, take All us right. out of here. All
1: right. Thanks for listening, folks. God bless.